out, but we have a in-studio interview with our friend Luke DeSoma from That Bloody Woman, and welcome to the studio. Thanks, man. Thanks for having, having me. Yeah. Um, so, what are you what are you in Dunedin for? What can you tell us? So, I'm in Dunedin, um, apart from uh, doing all the brunch I possibly can, right. um, to uh, be with our show, which is called That Bloody Woman. Perfect. Which opened last night at the Fortune Theatre. That's right, and it's a bit of a rock musical. Is that yeah, it's correct? a rock musical about Kate Shepherd. So. Uh, hopefully people listening know Kate Shepherd is New Zealand's founding suffragist. Right. So she was the woman that led the campaign to give women the vote in New Zealand in 1893. What a woman. Mm. Amazing woman. Legend. An Incredible. amazing story. And thank absolute, you. Yeah. <laughs> go to, thank you, Kate. Yeah. Uh, there was actually a, a, a hashtag last week, Kate sent me. It was Suffrage Day last Tuesday. So people going out to vote, going, Kate sent me to vote. So it was pretty cool. So yeah, about five years ago, I started working on this musical with my friend and collaborator, Greg. And um, it's been on for a couple of years, and now we're doing a national tour. And uh, Fortune Theatre is our current place of playing. So we're really thrilled to be here. It's really exciting. That's right. And I, I heard that uh, back in Auckland, it was a sellout, a bit of a sellout show. Is that correct? Yeah, so we did it last year at the Auckland Theatre Company, and it basically sold out. And then we did three more nights last week in Auckland at the Auckland Town Hall. Right. Uh, and then we're here for the next two weeks until October the 8th. Oh, crazy. Uh, and then, you know, so basically two weeks into Dunedin, which is really You're exciting. You're going to have so much brunch. So much brunch. <laughs> I'm going to hear till Sunday, so there's only so much smash <laughs> and toast I can, I can <laughs> muster in five days. Yeah. Um, but no, we've got an amazing cast, uh, amazing band, and uh, those of you who are listening who may be thinking, oh, musical theatre is not really my thing, this is kind of the perfect musical for people who hate musicals. Right. So this is not sequins and jazz hands and shows about chandeliers or dream coats. This is a real New Zealand story. It's a rock musical with a whole bunch of other music mixed in. Yeah. Uh, the cast have got incredible incredible voices. Some of you would have heard Esther uh, talking to you guys earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. um, and the rest of the cast are incredible. So it's a really good story, New Zealand story. It's not just a, a cheesy musical. It's you a don't really necessarily have to wear a full suit. You can kind of put on a black and punk rock out you a little you bit. You can wear whatever the hell you like to Look the theatre. It's that kind of show. It's <laughs> not It's not for, yeah, it's not snotty. It's not, it's not snooty. It's just a really cool show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Did you did you write the show yourself or co-write it with someone else or? Yeah. Yes, I wrote it with Greg, who's my collaborator, um, Gregory Cooper. So he wrote most of the words in the show, and I wrote the music in the show. But I also wrote some of the lyrics, and he wrote some of the music. So it's a real collab real collaboration. But I'm a kind of composer uh, by trade, I guess you could say, and also a lyricist. And Greg's a playwright. So together we have created this thing, which is you know, there's like 22 songs in the show. So there's a lot of music Whoa. in the show. But there's also a lot of script, and it's really funny, and it's um, kind of irreverent and a bit silly and kind of crass, but also kind kind of moving, hopefully, yeah. is what we've tried to do. And we last night was amazing. We didn't know how it was going to work in Dunedin. Like, we were kind of, you know, like, how's this going to play? And people were on their feet at the end, like, screaming and hollering. Oh. And I had two old ladies next to me at the, you know, like, they didn't know who I was. They're just there. And they were tapping away the whole time. And there's a song called... Am I allowed to swear on the radio? Can I swear? Yeah, there's a song called Fuck, Fuck, Fuckity Fuck in the show. Oh. <laughs> And these two women next to me okay. were like grooving along and fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. It was really <laughs> hilarious. Holy moly. So people were loving it. So it's really, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know what? People in Dunedin have been cooped up this winter so long that we're just looking for excuses to get a little bit more rambunctious. Dude, this is yeah. a show for you, man. Yeah, we'll do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's only perfect. 95 minutes. You can go to the pub afterwards. It's a, it's a, it's a good time. Yeah. You must time. have been quite um, passionate about this social issue to write a... And whole, a whole musical on it. What inspired you to do that? Well, 
honestly, eventually, originally it was it was more of a political story that I was interested in in terms of like why was New Zealand first? And because New Zealand was the first country to give women the vote, I'm not sure if I said that before, right. but why were we first? And what about this woman made it happen? And and then we got into the gender politics part of it, which is really fascinating, and you realise how little has actually changed. Mm. So part of the premise of the show is what would Kate Shepard think today? Oh, okay. Right? It's like women still getting paid, what, like 85, 90 cents in the dollar compared to men. Mm-hmm. We've still got too few women on boards running companies, let alone still issues of domestic abuse and rape culture and all that kind of stuff. So I think in some respects she'd be pleased to have how I've come, but in other respects she'd be kind of furious. So mm. we take quite a strong point of view that she's a little bit hacked off. Right. But that's our perspective on the story. No one speaks for Cash Shepard. We don't know what she would think. Well, that's not mm. our job. But our job is to present our possible version of kind of what she would think. So the premise is she comes back today, basically, and says, what happened? 124 years ago, we led the world and women getting the vote. Uh, and how far have we actually come? Even, you know, Jacinda Ardern being asked about kids and all that kind of shit. Like wow, this, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's every day there's like another piece of bullshit around how we men <laughs> treat women and I take responsibility for that being a man yeah, <laughs> absolutely me too um, thank you guys so you know yeah, on behalf of all men yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. you betcha sorry Eva we apologise <laughs> yeah. um, but so it's a really so it's really cool how relevant it is and the show is also about democracy and politics and having your voice heard and awesome. not being complacent and not being not taking your not taking your right to vote for granted, which last week was really important. Yes, uh, so absolutely. So you know we opened the show in Auckland. You know, three days before the election, oh, which brilliant. was really really exciting. And hey, everybody, go vote! Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. basically the message. Is like yeah. these people, and we have this moment in the show, which I won't spoil. But you, we at some point in the show, you see the petitions where the women signed, and you look at the names on the on the petitions, and you go, these people like lied to their husbands. They they you know they had to some of them had to fight with their husbands, uh, you know, 1893 to sign a petition saying we want the vote. Like, that was a huge step and a huge sacrifice they had to make. That's got to be more than 50 years sooner than the states or even Canada did I think, it, I look, think. Look, I, I think the states was about the 1920s. Tw- wow. The 20s, was it? I yeah. think so. Um, and then Susan B. Anthony, right, Seneca Falls, I think that's the American American way. And then Australia happened a wee bit sooner, and Britain... I mean, the British system was awful. Like, um, it was really violent violent in England. Thankfully, it wasn't physically violent in New Zealand, but right. it was really violent in the UK. Like, there's, you know, um, women being beaten up and force-fed and all sorts of horrible, horrible mm. things that happened. Wow. So, look, uh, it's really amusing to me. People are like, oh, I'm busy, I can't vote. And it's like, these women went through Hell so much back, shit yeah, 124 yeah. years ago Just to make to this give happen. You the right, yeah. And it's like, how dare you not show up? How dare you not? take an interest and not, not that you have to be a political junkie like you know I'm a bit of a political geek you don't need to be following it 24-7 but no. once every three years you've got to suck it up and vote it's not that hard to just care about something for once you know like exactly. it's really not especially yeah. when it affects you in a way yeah. and politics affects yeah. everybody you know whether it's your the amount of tax you pay or how expensive your education is or um, how late you can drink <laughs> like yeah. whatever mm-hmm. politics affects everybody all the time um, and the message of the show is to be engaged um, and Kate says at the end you know I started this thing 124 years ago but actually 
it's up to you now. Yeah. It's you, I was going to ask, are you yeah. kind of hoping to inspire maybe somebody who just happens to walk through the show and sees Kate as this strong woman and maybe like you're trying to bring up another Kate? Because maybe it seems like we might need that. I mean, there's really, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of women working really, really hard, but you almost need a figurehead, I think. And, you know, you don't really see that around the world yet. There's not like one woman who's like, this is it and I'm taking charge, you know? Oh, the woman in India, that girl, uh, do you remember her? Oh, that's right. Um, I can't remember her name, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, you're talking about the Myanmar woman? No. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. But, the, yeah, my brain's... Sorry. No, my brain... No, I think you're right, man. The thing that, for me, we had a whole bunch of young women who came down from Timaru last night to see the show, like awesome. hospital kids. Yeah. And we've got a lot of great feedback from kind of young women who see the show. Because I think part of it is about role models, right? Mm. I think part of the reason that... I think maybe what you're talking about um, is that a lot of sometimes I, I don't you know I'm not going to speak for women but that there's a, maybe a lack of role models out there or people they can go I can do that or they're CEO or they run a charity or they're you know a lack of women in leadership positions or running things yeah. so if people watch Kate Shepard and go hey it's possible and we lead the world yeah. that time ago mm. we can do it too that's pretty awesome yeah, this woman did it a hundred years ago you know yeah why can't why can't I do that so yeah. like if someone is specifically motivated to, to pick up that cause that's fantastic but on a broader level it's just about inspiring everybody um, to get involved and to not be complacent but also just to have a great time you know our job as theatre makers is to capture your attention for a hundred minutes that's basically our job and if you leave the theatre inspired or energised mm. or ha have had a good time and go to the bar and talk about the show afterwards, then that's that's mm. that's really what we're after. Right. Um, we're not trying to change the world necessarily. It's a musical. Like yeah. I'm not running the Red Cross. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. but but if our show can inspire people to kind of make a little bit of a difference in their lives and and maybe think about the role of women today in society and how we can all. Do the do better by them, then that's a good outcome, I think. No, Absolutely. I really, um, really admire you guys for putting a lot of effort into um, putting that information out there. I mean, like people are going to come watch your show now and not only see this kind of uh, perspective, but mm. um, learn probably quite a lot about politics that they didn't know before. A lot of people um, say to me yeah, that they they go home and they and they Google Cat Shepherd and they kind of Wikipedia her and they learn about it, and that's. Yeah. That's another great outcome. People, I mean, when I started the project, I didn't know much about her. And reading about her, she was an incredible woman, and with a really tragic personal story, like her son died when he was twenty-nine, oh, and no. they only had one kid, and all this kind of stuff that you don't know about her because she's just not. We don't. I don't know how you feel as a Canadian, Jesse, but in New Zealand, we're not very good at talking about our history. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, we could be doing so much better. You know, as well. we're not very good at going. Actually, we've got some amazing people who did some amazing stuff. Let's talk about it. Mm. Yeah. We're, we're not a particularly vocal society. We tend to go, "She'll be right." Yeah, nah, it's all good. We'll yeah. have a beer and not talk about it. Whereas actually, there are some things we should talk about and be more open about and be more proud of. Mm. And that's part of what Bloody Woman's about: is embracing our history and embracing our politics and Bye. having these discussions that are maybe new to some of us. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, that's well, cool. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a super entertaining piece um, one thing that we have is we actually have two double passes we have a double pass oh, to yes. give away to your show Boom. and we right. were trying to think of a competition ourselves um, and we haven't quite gotten around to that but now that you're in studio yeah is there something do you have a competition in mind for yourself that uh, like a like a general knowledge thing yeah, we could do like thing? a call-in or a text in or uh, okay what if someone first person to ring in or text in yeah whatever tweet in uh <laughs> to name who was the what is the name of kate shepherd's son oh Ooh. good good so first good, person good. to name the son 
So that's um, that's I'll a double pass. I'll tell you off the record. What did I, I'll tell you afterwards so you know what it yeah, is. So yeah. we know what the answer is. <laughs> um, and so this show is going uh, from the 26th of September all the way to the 8th of October, and this double pass is good for any night. So if you text in and you can name the first person to name the name of Kate Shepard's son, do that. Text into O two one two radio one. That's O two one two seven two three four six one. And if you can guess that, we're gonna give you a double pass to go see this awesome, awesome rock show. Awesome. awesome. Really excited about that. Got any shout outs? Uh yeah, just th- thanks to the cast and band and crew for being Zeden and uh, the Zeden people last night were awesome. So we're we're chuffed to be here and thanks to Jesse and Eva for having me on today. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you know what? Yeah, thank you so that's much awesome. for coming on the show. We're really excited Definitely to have you. If I can make and it down and watch that, that sounds well, please like, please do. We'd yeah. love to have you and come so high afterwards. Like the Absolutely. cast are hanging around in the bar and stuff. It's a it's a great family environment down here in Zeden. We're really chuffed. So and that's at Fortune Theatre. Is that correct? That's Fortune Theatre, just down the road. That's perfect. All right, so we're gonna.